With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time to play like a jet. With your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go. Jets win it. Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at Play Like a Jet One. And it's time to answer your mailbag questions. So for that, we bring in our friend, who is the editor over at JetNation.com, Mr. Glenn Naughton. Next question comes in from the Manton187. He asks, who do you see replacing Chad Alexander and or Rex Hogan? Would it be somebody internally or externally before or after the draft? I would think before the draft and most likely internal candidates or somebody that Joe Douglas already knows. We talked before about Robert Sala being surrounded by guys he's comfortable with. Well, in the front office, there are a lot of guys that Joe Douglas knew from his other stops around the league, including Chad Alexander. So I don't know exactly who it would be, but I would think somebody from inside the organization or somebody that Joe Douglas knows from somebody else and is available and wants to come work with him. Yeah, I would expect internal. And the, I mean, to me, the obvious choice seems it would be Greg Nejma, who's been there for a few, a few years now through a couple different uh, regimes. And, we, you know, we've seen him featured on, uh, what is it, uh, One Jets Drive a couple times. Um, as as the guy who's you know running the the pro personnel department or pr- the pro scouting department, you know with free agency being as big as it is, I would expect him to be a guy they at least consider. But um, you know we're gonna have to wait and see. Uh, internally, it's got to be a no brainer. You're too far along in the process now to go pluck somebody else um, from another team. You you know draft boards are far from set, but uh, there's enough work that's been put into it. I would imagine you want somebody internally to to take on that role. Next question comes in from Jim Jets. He asks. The more I read the draft experts' opinions on this draft, the more absolute studs I'm hearing about on the offensive line. How far back should the Jets be willing to go to pick up a second-round pick? So, Glenn, we talked earlier about the Brandon Ayuk possibility, that if he becomes available, you could do something like a pick swap from 10 to 31. 
Ideally, I think you'd rather stay in the teens if you could. If it's a situation where you could get a game breaker like Brandon Ayuk, different story. Because I think you could still get a starter at number 31. But I think the very best guys are probably going to be off the board at the latest in the low 20s. So you probably want to go down no further than the late teens. But if you look at it, there are a lot of guys that could get drafted in that 10 to 20, 10 to 25 range that could be really, really good. And even guys going into the second round that could be really, really good, which is why it's important to try and pick up an extra second round pick. Because if you do this right, you could absolutely walk out of this draft with two guys that have potential to start day one, which is exactly what the Jets need on that offensive line. Yeah, I think, you know, in, in terms of obviously the, the the less you drop, the the better chance you have to get a, a starter type player. But as far as how far back you could go now, this, of course, depends on what, you know, are we talking tackles or anywhere on the O-line? Because if you if you look at a guy like um, someone who I mentioned earlier, Jackson Powers Johnson, he's a guy that, that some people are projecting as a late, you know, late one, early two or maybe, a, you know, a guy like Jordan Morgan out of out of Arizona. I feel like if you stay in the top. And again, I'm not saying this is how far I want the Jets to go back, but how far do I think they can go and still get a player? I think you can go to the 35-40 range. I think a, a guy like Jackson Powers Johnson might be there. I think you might be able to, you know, depending on how they feel about some of these guys, because, you know, you, you get uh, oh, sorry, you get uh, guys like Cooper Beebe, who I've mentioned as a potential late one or early two. Christian Haynes out of UConn, who's a guard. He worked a little bit at center at the Senior Bowl. He's a guy that people, you know, feel like he's climbing draft boards, and I thought he looked fantastic in Mobile. So if you're willing to say, you know, if we're saying O-line anywhere, guard, center, tackle, then I think you can drop back as far as 40 and get a day one starter. Um, If a guy like Cooper Beebe is there, he's currently, I think, a top 50 player on most lists. Um, Doesn't guarantee that's where he'll be, but it wouldn't shock me if he's there at 40. But between Beebe and Haynes, and, you know, somebody like um, who I mentioned, or no, I didn't mention uh, Jordan Morgan, the tackle out of Arizona. Those are all guys you could probably get and feel comfortable with. But of course, there's just that little bit more risk because, you know, it's it's not Joe Alt, right? Who is obviously, the you know, at least to me, obviously the best player in this class. But if you're willing to go interior, I would think you could, if you're in the top 40, I think you'll get a starter. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Next question comes in from John Jetson. He asks, which current Jets who will be free agents this spring should be re-signed? So if you look at the list of free agents the Jets have, I would say obviously Bryce Huff, if you can pull it off, would be at the top of the list. Looking down the rest of these guys, I'd like to see Chuck Clark come back. I think you could probably bring him back on the cheap, and he's a guy that could be a really useful piece as a linebacker safety hybrid, help cover tight ends. It's something he did very well in Baltimore. I was looking forward to watching him this past year before he got hurt, so that's a guy that I would strongly consider bringing back. We already talked about Quentin Jefferson, Connor McGovern, and Justin Hardy, all three guys if the price is right. It would be nice to bring those guys back. And then obviously beyond Justin Hardy on special teams, you want to bring back both Morstead and Zerline. They played very, very well this past year. No reason to change if you can bring them back. The Jets have finally found a stable situation at kicker and punter. You'd hate to see that evaporate. Ashton Davis, if the price is right, would be good to bring back. He finally played pretty well this past year, best year of his career. And he might actually end up being the best value pick from that 2020 NFL draft, which is kind of crazy. You never would have thought that, especially based on how he played the last couple of years. I suppose you could try to bring back somebody like Bryce Hall on a cheap deal. I don't think he's going to get a lot of money anywhere, so maybe he comes back as depth. He showed that he could step in and be okay when needed, especially in that Philadelphia game this past year, so maybe you bring him back. Those are the guys that I would say are the best candidates to try and bring back that are internal free agents. Glenn, what do you think? Yeah, a lot of the guys, especially Ashton Davis, right? Talked about him after Joe Douglas's press conference because Davis was a guy that um, Joe Douglas, uh, you know, voluntarily mentioned by name um, when he was, I think it was Beckton he was asked about. I could be wrong, but he uh, he said, you know, and we'd love to have Ashton back. Um, and, you know, Bryce Hall, of course, you know, another guy that for the same reasons you mentioned, Scott, it's, it's, it's not easy to find corner depth, right? And the, again, this is kind of goes back to what I said earlier that fans, they only want, you know, not all fans, but a surprising number of fans think you should only have superstars on your roster. And you say Bryce Hall and they think, oh, he, you know, he's, he's not that good. He's, he's a backup at best. Right. Well, every team has backups and not every guy is good enough to even be that. I think he's good enough to be a backup corner. Um, and, you know, you'll you'll look to add a few players in those spots because it's not like you're going to just go with one. But um, Al Woods is a guy I could see coming back because they, you know, they didn't do as good of a job as I thought they should have against the run this year. I think that's why we'll see Jordan Whitehead not coming back. He's, you know, you can kind of lock him in for fifteen to twenty missed tackles a year, which is, uh, which is still a little bit too much there. And you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you draft a safety and Tony Adams. He's a little bit more um, action next year. 
or or like you said, Davis. I mean, Ashton Davis really cleaned up his game this year. He did a good job when called upon. Seemed like he was always involved in a turnover. So those are the guys that really jump out at me. Um, one guy that shows up as a restricted free agent, but a guy who didn't really play for them last year, um, Javelin Gidry. I was surprised how little he played. I thought he's, I thought he was a nice option as a sort of you know backup nickel boundary guy. He's played a little bit of both, has the speed to do it. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing them bring him back to to see if he can work his way onto the field. And of, I didn't mention him, but uh, or I did earlier, but Chuck Clark, I think will. We'll get an opportunity to come back and show if he can play or not. Next question comes in from Nate. He asks, what's riskier, counting on the offensive tackle from Penn State, that would be Olu Fashanu, to play at an elite level his rookie year, or a guy like Tyron Smith who brings injury risk? Also, if signing a guy like Smith is risky, which I agree with, why is counting on AVT, who's been hurt the last two years at left tackle, not a risk? And he has other questions that we'll get to, but we'll start with these. So the first question, I don't think Olu Fashanu has to necessarily be elite. He has to at least just be solid because you got to remember the bar here is what else you could do, right? So if the Jets go into free agency or they brought back Mackay Becton, what is the best result you could expect? So maybe if they bring back Becton, which I'm not expecting, he could be a plus starter if he stays healthy, but that's a big risk. The other guys, you get George Fant, you know what you're getting. He's a guy that's okay, I suppose, serviceable, but he's nothing to write home about. Jonah Williams is probably the best guy available when you factor in durability, but he's really not that good, honestly. He's not. He's an okay starter at best. So I think if Olu Fashanu could at least be a solid starter his rookie year, which I think is very possible, then you come out ahead when it comes to what else you could have at that position. And as far as Tyron Smith and AVT, the difference here is that AVT is already here. So you have to go with him because he's on the roster, you invested in him, and you just have to hope that he ends up staying healthy and playing well. Now you want to get a solid contingency plan if you can. You want to get some sort of swing player that's somewhat reliable. Josh Jones, a player that I just talked about as being drafted in the third round by the Arizona Cardinals and having come from the University of Houston like Patrick Paul. I believe he's a free agent, so maybe you could get him. And again, like George Fant, he's nothing special, but at least you know that if you need him to play a few games, he can. You could think about guards that could fit that mold too, but he's already here, so you have to deal with that. With Tyron Smith, you're taking on additional risk that doesn't already exist because he's not on your roster, so you'd have to first pay him for the right to take on that risk. That's the difference. Part of it too, Scott, is that Tyron Smith is a lot older, um, and obviously, guys, it's it's unlikely that a guy at his age is going to shake the injury bug. It's less likely for him to do it than it is for a guy like AVT who never had injury issues prior to the last couple seasons. You know, it is it is rare, but you do see guys sometimes who get hurt one, you know, one or two major injuries earlier in their career, and then they're fine after that. You know, the old Jets linebacker Marvin Jones comes to mind. He missed some big chunks of time early in his career, but then he shook it, and he was a durable guy for the rest of the way. You know, of course, he got nicked up near the end, but that happens to most guys. So I think that's the the biggest difference between them. And, and, and as you said, with, with the other guys, it really is about – what are the different alternatives? Like if you don't think Vashanu can be great right away, okay, fine. But what are your other options? And there's really no standout option. And 
there's the fact that, as we've discussed, and I was saying to someone the other day, I think fans sometimes forget that you're competing for these guys. There can be a guy who you like and you target, Jonah Williams, whoever, but other teams might want them too, and and there's no guarantee they'll come here. So a draft pick might be the only chance you get to to make a, a good enough upgrade or the only chance you get to make a significant upgrade and you have to pounce. Next question comes in from Michael Christopher. He asks, how much of a drop-off is there between Tali Isfawaga and the next line of guys like Amarius Mims, Tyler Guyton, Troy Fontanu, and J.C. Latham? Should the Jets do everything they can to trade back, and if they do and are able to pick up a second-round pick, would you consider going back-to-back offensive linemen? How impressive was Pooney at the Senior Bowl? I love his versatility. Do you think he could last till the third round? So first part of this, me personally, now I'm still diving into the tape of these offensive linemen. I haven't dove deep on all of them, but here's what I will tell you. First of all, I think you could make a legitimate argument that J.C. Latham is the second best tackle in this draft. I think he's really, really good. People have focused way too much on that one play in the Michigan game, a game where he otherwise played very, very well. All year, he was making impact plays. Brandon Thorne has raved about him. Our friend Joe Blewett at JetsXFactor.com has also said that he really likes J.C. Latham as a prospect. And I think that when you look at him, the thing that's going to scare a lot of people is his size. He's 360 pounds like Mekhi Becton, so you're going to hear a lot of that. And honestly, I understand it to some extent, but he's not the same player as Mekhi Becton. It's a very different situation, and honestly, I've said this with Becton too. The two injuries that he had, the major ones, were freak injuries. One of them was a player falling on him, and the other one was his foot getting stuck in the turf. That wasn't because he's 360 pounds. People have to remember this. Latham, by the way, as much as I liked Becton coming out of Louisville, is a much more polished prospect than Becton was, especially when it comes to pass blocking, because Latham was pass blocking for Alabama against some of the best competition in the country. Becton was playing not only weaker competition, but also that system, he didn't have a lot of true pass sets, so he was very raw as a pass blocker. You knew that he was going to be a bit of a project in that area. Latham much more polished, so I don't think there's a big drop from Fawaga to Latham or the other guys for that matter. I like Tyler Guyton a lot. The question that you're going to have with Guyton, and Glenn, you've talked about this, it's sort of the same thing we said with Mekhi Becton. Not a ton of true pass sets in that Oklahoma offense, but he's an incredible athlete, somebody that I think has phenomenal footwork and with the right coaching could become an outstanding offensive lineman. One team to watch with Tyler Guyton, by the way, is the Philadelphia Eagles. He's very close with Lane Johnson, who of course went to Oklahoma and who has taken Tyler Guyton under his wing. We saw Jason Kelsey handpick his successor in Philly when Philly went with Cam Jurgens in the second round. I wouldn't be surprised at all to see Philly use their first round pick or even trade up a little if they have to, to get Tyler Guyton as the eventual replacement for Lane Johnson, who's getting older. They're very similar prospects, too, in the way that they move and their athleticism. And I think that Johnson will definitely be in Howie Roseman's ear about that. I think he'd be really good in the Jets system, too, which requires top-flight athleticism. 
The question is, of course, how well would the coaching staff do developing him? Amarius Mims is more of a project, but I think he has a chance to be a really good offensive lineman. And then as far as Troy Fontano, I think he's tremendous. I think he's one of the best offensive linemen in this draft. The only thing I worry about, and honestly, this is something to think about with Tali Isfawaga as well, is Troy Fontano better off being a guard? In the NFL and if he is does that lower his stock a little bit because you'd rather have a pure tackle and not have to move AVT to tackle because if you decide that say Fuaga is a guard and you decide that Fontanu is a guard and you want to put one of them at the guard spot then you almost have to move Elijah Vera Tucker over to tackle so that's a tricky one there you have to figure that out but I think that when you look at what Daniel Jeremiah's rankings are, a lot of teams are probably going to have it like that, where those seven guys and maybe even a couple of others. We didn't talk about Jordan Morgan, for example. He's a guy that is probably going to get a lot of talk. Graham Barton from Duke is another one who's going to get talk. I think he's probably better off as a guard, but he's certainly going to be in the mix to possibly get drafted in the first round. We talked about Patrick Paul. He could slide, but he could also rise because of his size and athleticism. So we don't know exactly what these teams are going to have in terms of their board with these offensive linemen, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if a lot of these teams have these old linemen bunched together. And if that's the case, then as you said, the best move would be to try to trade down, pick up some extra picks and draft whoever they think is the best offensive lineman still left on the board. As far as Dominic Pooney, I'm going to throw that one over to you, Glenn, because you were the one that watched him at the senior bowl this week. Yeah, I think I think a lot of what you're saying is is kind of how I feel, Scott, in terms of who's better than Fuaga and who isn't. I just think it what it boils down to in this class is that you've got six, seven, eight guys who, you know, whether it's Daniel Jeremiah, any anyone who's watching them kind of feels like these guys could be maybe not every one of them are immediate starters, but they're all eventual starting caliber players. Um, and, you know, we, we talk about Fuaga and those who feel maybe he's better suited at guard, but he can play tackle. I mean, does that hurt his value a little bit? Do you want a true tackle who you can say, I'm going to line this guy up outside and I'm not going to have to worry about it versus, well, this guy might be able to play tackle, but I could move him to guard. It's um, if you're a team like the Jets and you're looking for a, a tackle, I would imagine you're drafting him and viewing him, drafting him as a tackle, viewing him as a tackle. But as far as um as far as Dominic Pooney, <clears throat> excuse me, I thought he did a nice job. Um, again, coming from Kansas, he's a guy that I didn't watch till recently, and I I came away pretty impressed with him. He's a huge guy, really, you know, works to the really wide stance, gets off balance from time to time. But all in all, I think he's a he's a guy who can be an eventual starter. Is he a year one starter? I'm not so sure about that. But based on what I saw on film, what we saw of him in Mobile, I think he's definitely a player and a guy. Again, he he's not the guy the Jets would take to be your day one starter this year, but to to draft him and develop as, as an eventual starter, you know, as early as next season, I think that's a possibility. That's going to wrap up part three on this President's Day weekend edition of the Mailbag with my buddy Glenn Naughton, the editor over at JetNation.com. Thanks so much to Glenn for coming on and answering questions with me the last three days. Make sure that you follow everything that Glenn is doing over at JetNation Radio and JetNation.com. Follow him on Twitter at JN Radio underscore Glenn. Check out everything that we're doing over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Check out our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, 
It's all there, tpublic.com. That's tepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.